You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1095. When it's a good deal, the money will come. And people are attracted to people that are out there doing things. You know, I would much rather jump on a speeding train than one that's just sitting there broke down. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's going on, Rhino Nation? It is me, Brent Bowers, your land man. Today, I have a really awesome, awesome guest. His name is Nathan Mikesell. He has a great story. You know, he was originally working for a house wholesaler in one of the most competitive markets in the United States in Phoenix, Arizona. And he was coming across land deals that everyone else was just completely just skipping over. And he would get pops of like 25,000 or 50,000. I say pops because these are his words, but he was talking about he would get assignment fees and then eventually went on his own to start his own land company. He found us over at Wholesaling Inc. And he joined the Land Sharks community in the program. And I love Nathan's story because he had a lot of roadblocks in the very beginning. And we're going to deep dive it today on this episode. Uh, but one of the most phenomenal things about this episode is how he's involving his family, his brother with six children in his business, and they're doing deals together. Let's go ahead and jump right into the episode. Nathan, what's going on, my friend? Just hanging out, man. How have you been? I'm so good. So just hanging out. I love how you're just so humble about, you know, what you're doing constantly. Only time I ever hear from you is you're just sharing a win. You jump on the support calls, share wins. So I'm really glad to be finally deep diving your success in the wholesaling podcast. So tell me, why did you get started in land? I know you were already in the, in the real estate industry, but why land? What drove you to land? I don't know. So, <laughs> well, funny enough. So I, during COVID, I got a wholesale job out here in Phoenix with a great guy, uh, Corey Geary. He does a lot of coaching out too. But I started with him as acquisitions. I was probably there for like two years. Funny enough, dude, I would run into land deals there. And everyone else would skip over them. But I would take a look at them. And I locked up a few. I think I, I had some 50,000 pops there, 10, 15. So I was always the land guy. Any land lead would come to me, funny enough. I don't know why. You would take the land deals that people would skip over. And I heard you say you would have $50,000 pops. What is a, a $50,000 pop? Well, we did wholesaling. So um, that would be an assignment fee. And that was over there. I love the fact that you're in Phoenix as well, because that's where wholesaling headquarters is currently located. So you're right in the heartbeat. It is kind of the, you know, the coaching capital of, of real estate investing. So $50,000 pops, you guys were assigning all the all these parcels of land and houses? Yeah, it was it was very few. Like it was all mainly houses, right? But I was just just a few land deals would come in and I would always take a look at them. I'm like, oh, land? I like land. And then sort of had a realization, I don't know, two years in, it's time to go off and do my own thing. And the plan was to actually start doing novations. I imagine everyone's somewhat heard of those now. Corey yeah. Gary teaches it because that's what we're doing. Todd Toback with Wholesaling Inc. teaches us it as well. There we and go. you can do novations with land. You can. You can. Paperwork's fun. But <laughs> but so I went off my own. The plan was to do houses. I don't know what happened. I was like, you know what? Like I used to get a few land deals. We should do some land. I found you, signed up for your, learned a lot there, and then just started diving in. And 
probably like, and I started doing mail, messed that up. I could not figure it out. Then I dove into texting and that's really where like my whole entire business really got its start. There's now there's benefits to everything, right? Marketing, there's downsides, upsides, texting, it's time consuming, but you get to the lead fast and figure it out fast. So I did that. I, and I was trying to wholesale all this stuff. Um, and I was trying to do like these big lots, like 150, 250, 300,000. No idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Burned through so many contracts the first three months. Took a long time to figure out what I was actually doing. But after three months, everything sort of started clicking. Um, I remember it was at the very end of the year of 2021. I had two deals closed and there was like 34,000. And up to that point, I didn't make a cent. I was 15, 20 K on my credit card. And I was like, all right, we did it. <laughs> wow. So your first two deals, it took you about three months to do your first two deals that brought in yeah. 34,000. You said, yeah. Yeah. I remember I was on a, a live stream with you actually, when I saw the recording email and I was like, that was for like a six K deal. And I was like 28. Okay, so the first one was six thousand, the other one was twenty eight. But what one thing I want to I don't want to gloss over is you said you had about fifteen thousand on your credit card. Oh yeah. What did that come? From? Oh, that was all marketing. That was all okay. marketing. Yeah, that was marketing, uh, mentorship, figuring stuff out. Yeah, I just made a decision. I was like, I'm I'm doing this or I'm dying. Yeah, there was a lot of stress there, but we figured it out. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I mean, that's that's a good point. That's what people need to to know. Like anybody listening to this, like you, one, you spent the money fifteen thousand to make about thirty four thousand, and it came in about three months because a lot of people quit before that three month mark. Some people mm. quit the first week when it gets tough. And oh, yeah. that's just a lesson to me, as well as anybody listening to this, you one, you were going to do it or die. And two, you're willing to take the time and spend the money. And three, I want to hear also, like, how did you mess up mail? Like, what did that look like? I think it was a patience thing, man. I was like, I would send the mail and I'd be sitting there and I'd be sitting there. And I'm like, this isn't working. Waiting for the phone and, to ring. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I, I got to like, all right, maybe I do mail too, but I got to figure something out. And then. I figured out texting. I don't know. I spoke to somebody who did it for houses and they sort of broken down for me. REI reply was what I started with. Okay. Um, fantastic. Like I remember I messed up the first batch. Of course, I couldn't figure out how to upload a list, skip trace. That was a whole nother learning curve. <laughs> Absolute yeah. nightmare. I'm not the most tech literate, but so you don't I like tech. That. You don't like paperwork. What yeah. do you like, Nathan? I like acquisitions. <laughs> I like being on the phone. I like trying new things. That's what I do like. <laughs> well, I've actually taken, you know, the advice from guys like you and Andrew Bond and some other land sharks mm -hmm. that uh, do a combination of mail and texting. You know, we already own the list. We purchased the list. Yeah, we exactly. price the list. We send the, we send the land offer letters, the LOLs. But now I am personally, well, I shouldn't say personally, I'm using textlandowners.com textlandowners.com to actually text my list for me. Uh, that way I don't have to worry about buying the phone lines or replying to a bunch of people like, who is mm -hmm. this, you know, F off type thing, the nasty responses we get. And they send me leads usually one to three a day, which is really cool because it's just another way to be offensive. I love receiving the land offer letters back signed in the mail, but oh, yeah. you're being very offensive. You're going out and just, just texting 
and finding landowners. Is that your main way to, to lock up these land deals? Yeah. Yeah. 90, 95%. Yeah. It's all, it's all texting and we, we handle it all. I'm a VA. They'll handle the generic messages when they need an offer or they give us a number. It comes into another bucket. And then uh, me or my brother will actually dive into it and take a look at it. Um, and just, if it's something good, then their numbers in our ballpark, get them on the phone, lock it up, or we just set an offer over text. Awesome. Where's your VA located at? Um, Mexico, Rocky Point, actually. Three hours Another away. really good point, because I have a lot of virtual assistants, VAs in the Philippines. Like it's nighttime when it's daytime here. What I love about Mexico is they're in the same same time zone as where you're at, right? In Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and they're English, especially in Rocky Point. There's a lot of call centers, a lot of stuff down there. Mostly everybody speaks English down there and Spanish. So how did you find that, that virtual assistant in Rocky Point? Um, I had a buddy that actually had a cold call center down there, funny enough. Okay. And he doesn't supply cold callers anymore. He's got his own land operation. Funny enough, uh, Danny Pharma, love the guy to death. But this was like just one of those guys after somewhat close shop, he just needed a job and it worked out pretty well. He does a little comping even. He knows a little bit about it, but he's pretty good. Awesome. I'm looking for a virtual assistant in Mexico right now as we speak. No, oh, really? Oh, that, okay. It, like my ears like like tweaked whenever you said that. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, it well, even Danny, he's a, he built out his land operation down there. You should talk to him because he's got two acquisitions that work from Rocky Point. And they do pretty good down there. What do you pay per hour usually for a, a great virtual assistant down there? Um, I'm paying him eight bucks an hour. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I assume that's a pretty good salary for him. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. He's probably happy to have the work. You also mentioned that you, before we hit the record button that you brought your brother into this business. And I also heard you just mention your brother again, you know, what's that like bringing a family member on board? How's that going? It is dude. That that was the entire goal. Like from the beginning, it was like start a business, make some money, be able to hire my brother. He was a Navy guy, officer for 12 years, has six kids. He got into the reserves like three years ago, but he would still have to pick up odd jobs. You know, and then he'd be deployed out for six months with the military still. It was six kids in a family. And it's just, you'd rather not, right? And we've always talked about it to, for us to start something like this or something, anything, just to make some money. He doesn't have to go and get deployed. And that was like the whole goal is like, I'm going to figure this out and we're going to do this. And about three months ago, he came on full time. So it's been working out pretty well. We had a deal out in Oregon that he actually helped us fund. So he's officially done his first real estate deal. He got his first uh, big boy check on it. That was a fun deal. That was an easy deal too. I mean, now I see why you were so willing to do this or die, spend $15,000 on your credit card is because you had a bigger why. It didn't sound like it was money for you. It was to bring your brother in on this and you do this together, you and your brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I live way below my means. <laughs> I still have my office in my apartment. I'm a part-time property manager even, so I don't pay much in rent. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Well, what did your brother make on his first uh, his first deal? You said big boy check. What, what did that yeah, sound look like? The big boy check. So it was a pretty cool deal. The guy was in some type of legal issue, so he needed some money for lawyers or something along those lines. 
Um, and he did inherit it, which is always. And this was a seller of the of the land. Yes, this was a seller. This was a seller. Okay. There's two lots out in Oregon that are touching like acre, acre and a half. Bought both of them for thirty seven. So after closing costs and everything, and the market's slowing down, as you know. So we listed below at seventy, and then price dropped them two weeks later to sixty five, and then actually got one buyer for both of them at one hundred seven. And they closed in like 10 days. I was like, all right, cool. And he helped fund it. So I gave him uh, 30% of the profit. And then I guess about 40K went to the. Wow. So again, let just, I know I hate to ask you to repeat yourself because I kind of missed yeah, of it. What did you pay? What was the total amount that you guys paid? And uh, what was 37,000 mm-hmm. for two lots? And you sold them both for 107. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Yes. A hundred and seven thousand. Probably could have got more, but no. Hey, at the end yeah. of the day, don't, don't look back at what you lost. Look yeah, at look exactly. at what you got. So a hundred and seven. I'm going to pull out my calculator because this is uh this is crazy. So a hundred and seven thousand dollars sold minus thirty seven paid. That is seventy thousand dollars net profit, not including closing costs or anything like that. That's huge. I mean. Was your brother like singing and dancing and clicking his heels on the way home oh, that yeah. night? Like, oh, yeah. It's a title sort of messed up for the closing side. So I had to write him a check. They just gave it all to the company, and then I just wrote him a check to cover his investment and his uh, profit. So I wrote that. We went to the bank together, immediately to the liquor store for about $300 worth of scotch. <laughs> he was happy. And I was like, when you do real estate, when you get your first deal done, it's life-changing. Like it's that is it's phenomenal. Like, that is like anything else. Like, what else am I going to do that's going to you know give me a check for forty thousand? What close? It was like a five week process for that deal. Bought it in two weeks, sold it in three. Like it was quick. There's not many things you can do where you can make that type of money. No, and, and he's going to be spoiled. He's going to think every deal is going to pay him. What was it like? Twenty one grand on the seventy thousand. What you say? His his profit was thirty percent oh, of the seventy. Yeah, yeah. So it came out to like eighteen or nineteen. We had a realtor on it too. So he made nineteen, and you made how much? Uh, Forty or thirty nine, wow. something like that. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Victory bell time. Here we go. That is awesome. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I'm sure that uh, he was ready to get going the next day and do another one of those deals. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome to get your brother in on a deal like that. A military guy, you know, active duty officer or actually reserve officer with six children. I'm sure that's going to help for I, I've got three children. They eat me out of house and home like my grandmother would used to tell us these kids never stop eating. So he's, he's no, like no. double what I've got going on. So I can't even imagine his, his grocery bill. Oh, so, yeah. all right. So that's amazing. So so much I want to unpack here. So there's a set, like almost a $70,000 deal. You talked about uh, how, before I hit the record button, how you were doing a lot of assignments before, and now you're kind of evolving into buying these yourself because it's just easier. But uh, you talked about your fifth or sixth deal. I'd like to break down that one while we have a couple minutes here. Like, what did that one look like? You know, how did you get it? How did you assign it? And what did the whole process look like? Yeah, that was sort of wild. And at this point in time, like, I didn't have a team yet. Like, I didn't have an acquisition. My brother wasn't with me. I was sort of a one-man band in this window. And talked to this guy and, like, 
those days I was talking to 10 sellers a day, 15 sellers a day, just talking, trying to make deals happen. You want a number. I'm like, all right, that looks good. Try to send over the DocuSign, get it going, all that. No, no, old school. Send me a mail. Like, and there's like, can I at least send you the PDF? Like, take a look at it, see if you have any issues with it. Like, even that, no, no. Send me a mail. Like, all right, whatever. Some of the mail sort of forgot about it. A week or two later, I get it back. Take another look at it. I'm like, oh, okay. This is a this is a good deal. I forgot about this one. Um, the purchase price was like 87 or something in a really high developed area. Now, six, eight months ago. Yeah, the purchase price was 80, 87,000 or somewhere in there. I think it was 87. Okay. I want to showcase that because a lot of land deals, people talk about like really cheap deals. Like I bought it for 200 and I sold it for 5,000. You're not doing cheap deals. I mean, 87,000 is a fairly substantial purchase price oh. on a discounted piece of land. Oh yeah, and it was the the thing with high de- highly developed areas or developing areas. Seeing a lot of brand new homes pop up, you can buy a lot higher. Typically, right? If the lot's a good lot, you know, it's going to be easy to build on. You could probably find a buyer for it as long as your price makes sense, right? Because I've done North Carolina deals too, but they're buying you know lots for twenty k, not what they're buying ones out here in uh, Northern Phoenix. But I had it locked up for eighty seven. And dude, no joke. I was like, All right, I don't have a buyer's list for this. So I got on, not Zillow. I had I have MLS access uh, out here. And I was finding buyers for lots that were just buying up in the area. Pulled about 20. Sent an email. No joke. In three hours, sent an email to 20 people. I had a guy on the phone. like, I'll take it. And I sold it for 125000 Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. So yeah. you... Got this piece of land under contract for eighty seven thousand via mail because the seller did not want to deal with anything electronically and sold it for one hundred twenty thousand. Assigned it for one hundred twenty thousand. Did you just sign it for one hundred twenty five? I double closed it. Um, okay, you double closed it. All right. So, are you a realtor? No, no. I have a. How does someone go about getting MLS access when they're not a realtor? That that's phenomenal. Gotta know people, I guess. <laughs> I love it. You have yeah. connections, like you're out there moving and shaking and talking to people. So, oh yeah. So, did a realtor buy it, or was it? A oh real no. So, buyer? then I actually, I think I sold another dealer too to this guy. His name is Derek. Super nice guy, but him and his dad actually developed lots. They they built houses, so he would have just had his realtor license. So he would go buy them, and yeah, he hit me up and sold it probably that day. I think the it took longer to figure out how to do a double close with him, trying to figure out like the contract so he's happy than actually selling the lot. <laughs> so that's amazing. That's amazing. So did you lock this one up via text message as well, or was that yes. one of the the mailers? No, that was text. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Bought it for eighty seven thousand. Sold it for one hundred twenty five thousand in one of the most competitive markets in the United States, Northern Phoenix. So when people tell me, oh, man, there's no deals to be found in my area because there's just too many buyers. There's just too much competition. There's too much demand. Like you're just completely proving them all wrong right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So consistency, right? Yeah. And and another thing you said was consistency. Yes. Another thing you said, you're talking to 10 to 15 sellers a day. Is that like seven days a week? Is that five days a week? No, no, it's five days a week. I do 40 to 50 hours. Now that I have acquisitions, it's a lot more spread out, right? My job's to sort of figure out the back end and make it run smooth, right? But yeah, we're, we talk to a lot of sellers. 
And that's another thing. Like that's another reason why you're so, so successful in this. And I, I bring this back up is because like I, I get to talk to a lot of people that are trying to build their land business and they might send out a few letters, maybe talk to one or two sellers in a week or a month. You're sitting here telling me you're talking to 10 to 15 a day. That's why you're doing this phenomenal amount of deals. So what do things look like now that you're actually sounds like you're taking down a lot of these parcels of land. You're actually purchasing them for yourself. Using a lot of partners too. When we do have the funds, we will buy them. And now our purchase price is around 20 to 40, usually under 50. A lot of times Um, those seem to be the best when it comes to selling for us. And that's, it's just so much easier. Now, if something pops up where it looks like it could be a good wholesale deal, of course, we're going to try it. Um, we do, we still do options all the time. If you don't, I highly recommend it, especially if you got lists and yeah, landwatch.com, you might as well. Then we're hundred percent upfront. Like, Hey, we don't do just cash offers here. We call it our concierge service. Took that from uh, Corey Deary. So those are always good too. We'll buffer the months a little bit. When you say options, are you, do you mean options? Like you're sending the seller an option to purchase their land, like an option contract? Yeah, yeah exactly. Just giving us permission to market it go help them find a buyer. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love the creativity. That's amazing. So are you seller financing these on the sell side or are you just flipping them? Dude, I've, I want to do seller financing so bad, but every time I get an offer, it's I'll get an offer for seller financing on something. And then the next day someone come in at that price for cash. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't, you can't deny that. You know, yeah, you can't turn that right. down. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. That's so amazing. So I, I see your Facebook posts all the time. I love how you're attracting partners. I get the question all the time is how do I find people with money that can help me buy these, these parcels of land? I get land deals at 10, 15, sometimes 50 cents on the dollar, but I don't have the cash to buy them. How are you attracting these people? I, th- I think I know the answer, but I, I want to hear what you say. Um, so there's some private ones and, and that's why I do those posts. Like I'm not, I don't like bragging. I hate bragging, but because of those posts, like things have happened in my life that would have not happened. Like for instance, you invited me on this podcast. Like this is awesome. This is my first one I've ever done. This is cool. Right. But just putting it out there that like, Hey, I got this lot and I need some money. Who's in on it? I've had my dad offer me money. I've had, my brother and sister offered me money. My brother bought the lot for us. Like it'll come when it's a good deal. The money will come. And people are attracted to people that are out there doing things. You know, yeah. I would much rather jump on a speeding train than one that's just sitting there broke down. And you're just, you know, you're not bragging. I don't see that as bragging. I see you as like, you're, you're presenting your deal that you just did. You're showing how you helped the seller, you helped the buyer and the spread that you made and also what you paid your lenders. So Nathan, how can people find you to partner with you and lend you money so you can, you can do bigger deals or oh, yeah, more deals? Do. How do you, <laughs> how do you get on, in touch with you? Hit me on, up on Facebook, Nathan Mike. So it's this face. I got a gun in the picture, I think. So yeah, yeah he's holding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Great picture. Great photo. And you know what? I need to get better at doing that as well because you know, we, especially when I was in the military, I kind of operated as a secret agent for a while because I was not allowed to own a company or work for another company while, you know, an army officer. And I would kind of keep very quiet what I was doing because I was afraid 
And I still kind of catch myself operating as that as like very quiet. And I've got to get better at showing like, you know, just posting our success stories, how we purchased a piece of land for 20,000 and sold it for 85,000 in three days. But I'm also looking to work with partners now too, because it's way easier to use someone else's funds that have it sitting in a, like a self-directed IRA, or they've got money just stuck in a 401k that they can go to a custodian and transfer it over to be able to write checks. And there's there's ways to do this. This is not like legal advice or anything like that. But I have friends that have converted their retirement that they were making like nothing that we they now lend me money on land and we pay them 9%. Sometimes we pay them actually a percent of the, uh, the profit. And they're like banging down my door. When can we do another land deal? So I love, I, I'm taking the lesson off what you do on Facebook. So that's yeah. amazing stuff. Nathan, what would you say to the person just getting started in this, that uh, they might not know where to turn or they are kind of having, you know, some doubts or they're already mailing, they're already texting and they're not getting success. What would you say to Nathan almost two years ago, that person, that Nathan getting started? make more phone calls and text more people. I think that's starting that way. was probably the best decision I made because I'm not a patient person. Um, I do need, I don't do any mail right now. I need to start very badly, but Hey, call Andrew Bond because he was only texting as well. He turned on mail. He's making more return on investment per deal per time. So talk to Andrew. He will set you straight. <laughs> talk to him on Friday. I already got a Zoom call set up, actually, funny enough. <laughs> Look at that. All right, here we go. <laughs> so I love it. And this is the part, this is the part of the, the community aspect that we have at Wholesaling Inc. and the and the Rhino Tribe and the Land Sharks. If you're looking to get started, you want to join the community, I want you to head on over to thelandsharks.com or wholesalinginc.com forward slash land, fill out the application, schedule a call with our team, join this amazing community where you can hang out with Nathan and all the big things you're doing in land. I know you just had a a mastermind at your lake house that I couldn't attend, but uh, you're just out there just being a tornado of activity and you're attracting more. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you're doing in a year from now with this business. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot's always changing, right? So it'll be fun. Next year's going to be crazy. No pun intended, right? A lot's always changing. (laughs) Nathan, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for being a go-giver. God bless you. And uh, look forward to talking to you more soon. God bless you. Thank you, man. Catch you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.